Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. I've really liked her in almost everything I've ever seen her in. And she's one of those, I get her mixed up with a few others here and there, but mm-hmm. every time I come back, I'm like, oh, right. She killed it. Florence Pugh is really, really good. Yeah, agreed. Oh, agreed. oh there's one particular scene that convinced me, because this is the first time I've watched her in anything. Uh-huh. I haven't seen any of the other movies, and Little Women's one of my favorite movies of all time, so I really need to watch a new one. Yes, but it was, oh, God. It was the scene where they're all sitting down for dinner mm-hmm. and they're all going back and forth, like, it didn't mean anything. And oh, she's yeah. sitting there and she's like, You, and she like turns with, like, yeah. I felt that scene. I, I was like, Oh, the oh, <laughs> I've referenced that exact scene to a few other people, and I'm like, Listen, like, even they even nail some of the better moments because her little it meant something to me, like, mm-hmm. just reaction. Yeah. Was, mm-hmm. was really good. I also yeah. really dug her constant uh, belittling of the superhero stance. Oh, yes. And then uh, yes. her ultimate use of it later in the movie. Uh, I yes. just, again. Which was a perfect good. use, mind you. Oh, it was amazing. It was perfect, perfect use. Perfect. <laughs> it's ve- it was so very good. And honestly, let me put this out there because I know that I am not alone in this opinion and whatever fanboy, if I will. I love David Harbour. Oh, I he's, do. he's part him. of my husband line. Don't you guys I know think, this yeah. already? He I also, think I did know that about you, Mia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also in love with him, and he's not my normal type, but I have loved I've yeah, I'm in love with him. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I one, I dig I dig good theatrical actors who can like get into yes. a character and really like mm-hmm. understand the craft of it. But I also love silly people, and he mm-hmm. is both. Like you can oh, see yeah. him in Stranger Things, and you can see him in like the weird ass Frankenstein Netflix, which I watched. Yes, um, you can see him in Hellboy, which is not good, but he not is, good. Like committed <laughs> he, to is the he role. good in the he's, not good? He, yes, he's, he's fine. He looks mm-hmm. and he looks he's great good. shirtless. Um, oh like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But he, he, I'll just like I dig him in stuff, and honestly, when I watch him, I'll be like, you know what slightly overweight hairy dudes we can still make it like we have a chance <laughs> way to go us like if david harbour can do it i can do it <laughs> fantastic you know yeah, who he was isn't great. on my husband line though who, who? nicholas cage Zach Braff. nicholas cage oh nicholas cage i think that is a mm-hmm. perfect very unobvious segue mm. into yes. our episode about our favorite nick cage movies you guys want to yes. have five all right. Yes. 
let's let's high five. Should we high five? High five! High five! High five! High five! High five, son! Woo! High five! Don't let me hang it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Every time. Every time. <laughs> I just, I just accept at this point, I'm going to laugh after every clap we do. <laughs> I think it should be the running gag. Like, I think it, we should yeah, always mess it up and always clap. And also, Courtney, oh, I'm so happy it was you that was way off this time and oh, not yeah. me that was way <laughs> off this time. That was great. I wanted to be like, I mean, I'll be like, oh my goodness, guys, look, I found this weird door underneath my desk that when I crawl through this door, I wake up in Nicolas Cage's body and I'm randomly punching somebody. It's yes. crazy. <laughs> He's always angry. He's so angry. There's no easy so way angry. into that joke. So no, no, here but we you did are. great. You yeah. did great. Thank, Thank you. I, Courtney, I kind of want to toss this to you right off the bat because okay. one of the reasons that we're doing Nicolas Cage tonight, uh, it, not only do we love the man and he's, you know, Hollywood treasure, but you <laughs> recently saw Pig. Yes. And I desperately want to see Pig. And I'm going to have you not spoil it, but tell us about it. Mia, are you familiar with Pig? No, I was just about to ask, what is the premise of this film? Okay. okay. Courtney, take it away. So Nicolas Cage is a truffle hunter. He lives out in a cabin, like out in the woods in Portland. And he has a pet pig, a truffle pig. And he loves Wait. that pig. Oh, you mean that for real? Okay, that's not a code thing. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 no. That's legit the that, like, plot. Yeah. Mushrooms for high-end yeah. burgers. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. For you want those truffle fries, Nicholas Cage is your man. Ooh, and, man. And Burger um, so Rock he, needs this movie. <laughs> so he is a he's a really he's a he's kind of an unknown, he's a off the grid guy, and he's not even really part of the community of truffle hunters in Portland. But it's him and his pig, and they have their little routine every day, and they find great truffles. And all of a sudden, in the middle of the night, his pig gets stolen, and he is on a quest to find his pet pig. And that pig is the plot theft. of the movie. Yes, it's a pig theft. And literally, the tagline is, who stole my pig? <laughs> and it's, it's like grizzled, yeah. grizzled bearded Nicolas Cage mountain man Nicolas Cage like yes. oh. he doesn't I will say this is not a spoiler he doesn't talk for like the first five or ten minutes of the movie oh. it's just him I can just him love that his, though yeah it's just him and his pig just doing their thing <laughs> I <You> know <laughs> okay so so Courtney let me I'll, I'll play my cards a little bit I have not seen this movie but yeah. I almost just from the trailer alone put it on my top five Nicolas Cage movies list that yeah. we're going to talk about here in a little bit because yeah. it looks so freaking spectacular. Not only that, but like some of the camera angles, there's a shot mm -hmm. in the trailer where he like he gets knocked out and the camera falls with him. Yeah, it's just like there are cool ass shots in the movie. And I watched two minutes of the trailer. I was like. That's going to be like the best movie I've ever seen. Oh, so, I would 100% agree. <laughs> okay, After so Courtney, without this, spoiling yeah. anything, is it oh, as God. amazing as I want it to be? Yes, it's going to, yes, ah, it's going to, not, it's definitely going to subvert your expectations as far as like the trailer, thinking about the trailer. I rewatched sure. it after I watched the movie last night and I was like, this really doesn't tell you anything about the movie and I love it. I love that. It's, but it's so 
so good i i laughed i cried i have new nicholas cage quotes to talk to talk about because there's some really good uh, moments i mean but it's yeah at the same time you forget it's him too so that's also yeah. a, re a return to acting form for him because he right. is a great actor he just became a meme. artistic is this like an artistic yes. expression yeah. film oh it, yeah 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 when I uh, the, when I first saw the trailer, okay, here was my thing. I saw like the first. I read the summary of it, and my mm. first thought was, "This is just Joe with a pig." But then right, I watched right. the trailer, and I was like, "This is not Joe with the pig. This is like a totally unique vision," and that made me excited. One of the things mm -hmm. that and, and and again, I don't know where where you both stand on Nicolas Cage. I think I know, but I'll play my cards early. I'm a huge fan of the man. I think he's crazy beyond all belief. And I don't <laughs> think he always hits it out of the park, but God mm -hmm. damn it. He is an actor and mm -hmm. he can act a he part can. if he's given it. You know, I think like he's one of those actors where you can't give him too much scenery because he'll choke on it. Cause he's chewing uh -huh. all of it so much. Right. But if you are like, this is what we <laughs> that need. Makes from sense. This. That does make <laughs> sense. Like, That's a yeah, great like, analysis. <laughs> Like, this is what we need, Nick. And you can go to here, and you can go to here. He's like, I got you. And yeah, I think yeah. I think it's great. I'm, yeah, I'm happy that, that we get to talk about his. his I'm going to make an admittance right now before we get Please. started. Yes. All of his best movies or, like, award-winning movies, I've never seen those. That's Ooh. fair. So let's just have real low expectations about my yeah. list. <laughs> I mean, well, um, I... I, I will say, I, yeah, there's a few of his. I mean, he's done so many that I, I have not seen when I was going through his list that I'm like, oh, I've never I consider myself yeah. a fan of his. But I've right. not seen some of these like really acclaimed movies. Yeah, but right. I know him from some of the other things he's done um, that I love very much. So my list also just it's very personal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a I, super personal. List. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's necessarily wrong, ladies. I think. When it comes to Nicolas Cage, he is such a unique entity mm. that you almost have to judge it on a scale of just cageness. Because, mm. like, and I'm not Shit. gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about you know which movies are on my list or not. But like, mm -hmm. take a movie like the Wicker Man remake. Everything about that movie is, oh my goodness, Mia. Okay, yeah. One, I'll tell you all about it. But give me, I'll. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a remake of an old movie where essentially a journalist goes to an island to write about this weird festival. He gets involved in this cult, essentially, that's on the island. And then it turns out, uh-oh, he's getting sacrificed to these pagan gods on this island. He's been lured there, and it's all been a big trick, and he's sacrificed so they can have plentiful harvests and such. So it's an old, old, great B movie from like the seventies or something. Okay. Uh, but Nicolas Cage has a remake of it. It's hysterically horrible in every way because everybody plays the movie entirely seriously. Yeah. Except for Nicolas Cage, who is in a mo like a mystery science theater remake movie. He is so over the top that it throws <laughs> the whole movie off kilter, and it's amazing. But he has. <laughs> He has some of the best, so like a lot of the memes that you'll find are from mm -hmm. these movies yes. where he is just going bonkers yeah. on camera because he is allowed to. It's mm -hmm. some of the most. So as I said that, like when I was looking at my list, I was like, oh my goodness, like there are award winners for sure. Mm -hmm. But for me, 
a huge parameter in this was how cagey, like one out of 10 cages, how Nicholas Cage is this performance. Because there are two more Hmm. recent movies on my list that are on there for pure reasons of insanity. I love it. Okay, okay. So my my process of decision-making, both times that I had to do it because I'm dumb and erased my first list, um, was more of the overall film and how he fit in it and Mm -hmm. how much I enjoyed that as a viewer and took that in. Um, and, and, but I, I wish I would have thought of it like you and it would have been just like the roles that were cagey on the scale of, of (laughs) I wish I would have done that because then I would have picked roles where he was actually a little more minor in the movie. Yeah. Um, But where he stood out in the film. So now I'm just like, I'm upset. I, uh, oh man, what is the name of that movie? There is never on Tuesday. Have have either of you seen his scene from Never on Tuesday? No. Oh my god. Oh my god in heaven. Uh, Are okay. you going to screen share? Yes, I am. I am. Oh my god. Oh man, it's that epic. We're going to see it right now. I'm so I can't. Oh, yes. I can't even explain. This is his first on-screen appearance ever. Um, mm. And I, I can't. What is happening? What? What? Why that nose? Oh no! I know, but why? And then, wow. Was that? Why? 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 And then he just. Why? And then he just drives away. Apparently, (laughs) it was. Apparently, you know, because he's related to Coppola or something, he was supposed Mm -hmm. to be in this movie. And then he just showed up with like the hair and the nose job, and was like, "This is what I'm doing." Oh my god! <laughs> I so that's what a insane. special creature. Yeah, it's, God it's the, bless him. God bless Nicholas Cage. I I will say there's two Cage we Nicholas, trust. Yeah, Nick Cage we trust. Um, sorry, uh, I was gonna say put him on the gold dollar coin. Um, oh, I have two. I have two uh, Nicholas Cage, f- not facts. I guess well maybe facts. Well, he is a Coppola. And he keeps what, starring. What is? What is what, oh, he's what is he's part of the Coppola family. So Francis Ford Coppola, the guy who directed The Godfather. Sophia Coppola. So, he Sophia is Coppola. His, he's a nephew yeah. or so, or something. Yeah, his legit last name is Coppola. It's not Cage. Yeah, it's like Nicholas um, Francis yeah. Coppola or something. He's yeah, yeah, and and then um, he also has he's really bad with money, so that's why he does all these movies. <laughs> I have read that. Because he just like can't he just he just spends his money all the time, and then Didn't three he buy I, the uh, the elephant man remains from Michael Jackson, and he owns he like did. a pyramid in Louisiana or something. Yeah, yeah, I it's like that. insane. It's like yeah, I sometimes overshop when I get on Poshmark or something, but like this guy, <laughs> he definitely like I think he and I would be friends just because of how much yeah. money we spend. <laughs> And then I also was reminded of this movie that just came out. It's called Willie's Wonderland, and it just came out on Hulu, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a horror comedy. It? I have not watched it yet. I was just oh, a, I uh, a friend reminded me. Of, is it good? I want to really bad. It looks directly up my alley. Like yeah, everything about it looks exactly like a movie I need to watch. It's like a fantasy horror comedy action movie. Like Nicolas Cage is the star. Yeah. It's set in like a. It has like haunted animatronics. 
Like yeah. that's the he whole gets deal. locked in a and he gets locked in an amusement park overnight, and the animatronics yeah. come to life and try and kill him. Oh yeah. shit! <laughs> so I'm gonna watch. I'm probably gonna that watch that so after. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that after oh. when we're done recording. Honestly, because I I should have watched it beforehand, but I was reminded of it kind of late. So those are I, my factoids. There are so many. There are like so, so many. many great ones and like some that are like wait i've never even heard of that movie and some are like oh my god you've got to see this movie like this uh -huh. bad lieutenant it's like what there yeah. are so many that are just like strewn throughout i am so interested to see where you both land on like which are the five that really spoke to you but both. i have a question before oh, before we list i have yeah. a question yes didn't didn't his his like agent or something f him over I thought I'm that's sure. why he started doing all those films. I think it's a little of both. Um, I'm both. sure his agent screwed him over because he's also mm. not good with money. But I also <laughs> think he just bought a lot of crazy shit. Um, okay. I really, yeah. I think it's a little bit of a little of column A, a little of column, column B. B. All right, a I'll lot of column C for Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Trying to get in the cage, like spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, are you guys ready to list? Yes. Yes. And I have honorable ah. mentions. Yes. I have a lot. <laughs> All right. So. Well, let's let's list because I may have one or two honorable mentions as well. So, Courtney, since you have some, go ahead and start. Do you, which what are the ones that you want to say that are great, but they just didn't quite make the list? Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they're good or not, but just for pure nostalgia's sake and for something that I just, I still think the movie I still think about quite a bit is Ghost Rider. <laughs> wow. Oh really? I think about that movie all the time because I saw it when I was like 13. And I. In what situations are you thinking about Ghost or like standing at the bank? You're like, man, I wish I had a fire chain. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because it's because in the opening scene or the early scene where he makes a deal with uh, the devil to sell his soul to save his father, and the devil's like, "Yeah, what you a just great have to sentence me. you just said." Yes, what a great when Nicholas <laughs> Cage one. makes a deal with the devil. Uh, he's a BMX rider who makes a deal with the devil yeah. to save his father. <laughs> Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, perfect. And then the and and then uh, the scene where so like he, so it happens. He miraculously is cured from cancer or whatever the fuck he has. But then, but then the devil is sneaky, and the and then his dad gets hit by a car, like, and then he dies because he, Nicolas Cage has to serve him once his, he dies, and now he's stuck forever as the Ghost Rider. And I think about that scene all the time, and I don't know why. For no well, fucking here... reason, I think about it. Here's the here's the thing. If we all have learned one thing, it's the devil cannot be trusted. Mm. <laughs> Good life lesson right there. Right. Um, you know, uh, that's yeah. hilarious to me. So I, I'll be honest. Have you seen the second one? The Spirit I, of I, No, I did not see the second one. Don't. Okay. Don't do it. Okay. It's, it's not good. It's fair. Not good. That's fair. That's, that's one. Hilarious. That is one honorable. I'll, I'll just plow through these real quick. Then you can do if you would like to do yours, yeah. Jay. I'd love to hear. I've got, um, I've got one or two for sure. I have um, 
City of Angels is another runoff for me simply because of the Goo Goo Dolls song, Iris. They wrote that song for the movie. I don't really remember much of the actual movie, but I know they wrote that song for that movie. So I will be thankful to that. You know what? I was going to knock it, but that's a fucking awesome song. It's and so like good. Awesome, awesome in a way of like, yeah, when I hear it, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm happier now. That I yes, again. I need to listen to it after we're done. Even recording. even covers of it are usually oh pretty God. darn good. They're um, always so, al- it's so pretty. I also agree. That's the movie where Meg Ryan's not fucking Tom Hanks, right? Yes, yes. Okay. For once, it's Nicolas Cage instead. Right, right. I know, okay. but also in the '90s, also with that feathered out hair, you know. I also um, don't think that was the only movie where he was an angel of some sort. No, I don't think. No, there was another one he's too. Done it once tr- or tw- a couple times more. And I don't remember the other ones. I know I because I can I feel it in my soul that he's been an angel more than once. <laughs> I know, um, right? Okay, I'm gonna look up his uh, his. I'm I'm currently on trivia, thing. trying oh, to nice. look that up. <laughs> you said that, and, and I was like, mm, here I go. And then I know he's last... done a couple where he's like an old timey, like Victor, like Season of the Witch and Outcast, and a couple of thems. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, so his stage that. name came from the comic book character Luke Cage. What? Oh, that yeah, sounds, that's pretty cool. That sounds totally like Nicholas Coppola. Yeah, he would totally pull that. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm Luke Cage. He's I'm a huge Nicholas nerd. Cage. He collects comic books and sees them as being today's equivalent of mythology. So I feel oh, like that's even okay. cooler than figuring out how many times he's played an angel. Yeah, personally. that's way cooler. Honestly, <laughs> that's pretty fucking cool. And I would, I like that. I think that's awesome. Um, Absolutely. Oh, and then my last two for my um, uh, runner runner ups that I would just put together are Face Off and Adaptation. They did not make the list, but they were very close. Great, in great it, movie. iterations of the list, they would have okay. made yeah. different iterations. I had adaptation I, is one I would love to see, but I have that's one of the those like quality ones I haven't seen. I highly recommend. I highly recommend. Oh, so good. Um, okay, it's, yeah. so good. it's on Prime um, right now for free. I think. So listeners, oh. go go watch it, regardless of whether it's on any of our lists. Um, right. I love I love those. And again, like that's why the Nicolas Cage thing is so hard, because there are so many that are like, you just kind of need to see this. It's not my favorite, but right. like one of one of mine is mom and dad. Have you? Oh, yeah. Mom and dad. Yeah, the recent one. Yeah, it is. It is top tier crazy cage. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like literally the premise of the movie is that for whatever reason, at some point in this town, Every parent turns and tries to kill their kids. Yeah. And Nicolas Cage and Selma Selma Hayek or Selma Blair. Oh, are, I was like Ooh. Selma Blair are, are the parents and they're just like going crazy trying to kill their teenage kids. And it's insane and wonderful and violent and everything you want out of a Nicolas Cage movie. Yes. So so that like for me is an honorable mention. Another one is I just want to give him huge kudos for his turn as a noir Spider-Man. In oh my God, yes! That's what I have as my, as, yes! Yes! Oh, he's so good! Oh, that movie's it, amazing. It is, and it's tough for me to call that a Nicolas Cage movie, which is why it's not on my list, and I kind of mm-hmm. needed to just mm-hmm. say it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, I just it's oh a man, cagey role though. It's a cagey. It is and very cagey. He is perfect in it. He is. Um, he really is. My other one is unfortunately Con Air because there were oh. so many like right in the in the realm of like crazy 90 action 90s mm-hmm. action movies mm-hmm. and I yeah. wanted there's one on my list at least one on my list but Con Air just didn't make it but it is a favorite of mine I'll probably watch so Con Air 10 or 10 times like yeah. growing up like just any it's chance amazing. I got I would watch it put the yeah. money back in the box <laughs> yeah put that money put that money back in the box you put that money. <laughs> God, I love it. It's I love it. A great movie. I just rewatched it recently in honor of doing like the list of like just revisiting ones, and I'm like, I need to rewatch these, and it's yeah. so good. Oh. so Mia, any any honorable mentions that we, that, that um, we didn't uh, that we so touch on for you? Definitely noir was mm-hmm. one of my honorable mentions, and then um, I didn't see it, but I already know that it it's a great role for him because it's it's a leading father role that is mm-hmm. animated so that's it's his character in the crudes when i found oh, out okay. and i found out pretty recently <clears throat> I, I wish i would have watched it before before we did the we did we picked this because that i'm pr- i have a feeling i pr- you know, would have put that role on my list but i didn't watch it yeah i'll tell you crudes pretty damn good yeah it's a good yeah it's a good it kids. Is, it's a banging it kids it, movie it went under the radar, but it is the, the animation is gorgeous, and mm. it's got a pretty good. It's got a, like a really good story. It doesn't feel like tread on, but it's Emma Stone, Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds, and Nick Cage, and then they've also got like Cloris Leachman and a handful of others. They're like it's oh, just shit. really, really well done. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, our girl mm-hmm. got we would watch it like twice a week, and it holds up. Like I've seen it. Oh wow! Shit done more than any one human should. <laughs> And it totally holds <laughs> up. Like it holds up every single time. So yeah, I give that's, it a shot. It's, it, I think you dig it. Okay. If you like okay. Nicolas Cage in a family role, have you seen Family Man? No, oh, yeah. no. I'm so angry yeah. that I haven't seen it. I want to see it so bad. Also, new new jug, new jug. Ooh, check it. Who this? Yeah, um, my it. sister's jug, dog ate my other one. So oh. that is a nice jug. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah, nice, yeah, one nice jug, Mia. You have one nice one jug. nice jug, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Hashtag one nice jug. Yeah. Um, oh, I, family man. What was the other weatherman? We came out around that time. Um, oh, um. Nicholas Cage went through a, a like a string of I'm going to do like family learned lesson movies, mm-hmm. like Ebenezer yeah. type movies so it's like the weather yeah, like man, borderline hallmark but a little man. weird <laughs> a little and a little better usually yes yeah. usually um, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm trying to think of the other one because there was yeah there's a handful of like late 90s early 2000s like family man fell in that category um like he did the action star then he did the family man he was like yeah. mm-hmm. so i'm gonna do this for a little bit now i'm gonna yeah. do this for a little bit which Match i love stick, i think it's a matchstick great men kind of falls into that but i love matchstick men that was really good yes. like bridges that one yeah mm-hmm. i would say so, so yeah so then well, that's it i mean i don't want to get into any more until we actually dive into our list yeah yeah i'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, excited i'm ready, I'm ready. Is this, where we do the list? this is where we make a list the list three two all right uh 
who wants to go for Courtney? Do you want to go first since you kind of threw out the idea? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, My number five is Con Air. Okay. I'm so happy on mine. It gets to be on yours. We talked a little bit about it, but um, I think it's I it is one of the funniest movies to me because everything is so serious, but it's mm-hmm. so ridiculous. Like I think I probably shouldn't be laughing at that movie as much as I do when I watch it, but it's so goddamn funny to me. But and they it's write like, a note on a dead body and throw it out of a plane. I know. <laughs> Come on, that's, that's so good. And then he lands on the body, lands on the car after the guys. Like, I just got it waxed. I get all this bird shit on my car, and it just—it's just so funny. And then um, I talk about bridging between. Uh, action and Family Man. I think that movie mm-hmm. was kind of the the catal- mm-hmm. the slow catalyst of that. It came out in like 1997. Yeah. He was like trying to get home to his yeah. wife and his daughter who he hadn't met yep. yet. Like that definitely kind of was like you could see him moving towards a different direction from what he did in the late 80s and the early yeah. 90s. Um, lots he very memeable. He mm-hmm. oh he well, was so charming. That was actually one thing I wanted to mention about that is like specifically in those last like 30 minutes of the movie is yes, it's so tense and it's such a good action scene. But anybody who tells you they don't get moved by the scene of him given him meeting his daughter for the first time is yeah. lying to you or dead inside. Like, yes. it's, like, yeah. it's like but the juxtaposition of those being right next to each, and Jesus, the cast. Amazing like, cast. Buscemi. <sighs> I know. Like I watched it terrified me. Malkovich? Yeah, Malkovich. Cusack. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. Ving Rames is in it. Uh yeah. Danny Trejo for a bit. It's mm-hmm. just everybody is in this movie. Yeah, and I forgot, like, when I was rewatching it, I was just like Literally, they got like they must have had an insane budget for the, just the cast alone, and it's like yeah. it was just wild to watch just these different people pop up when they were like younger, obviously. And I'm just like, this mm-hmm. is incredible. And yeah, I just thought from everything from the hijacking of the plane, all of it was just really. I mean, maybe watching it, I'm like, oh, this is kind of prob- not problematic, but a little dark in some yeah. parts, obviously. But I was like, but it's still like a very fun movie, and I can see why. Yeah. I can see why the critics didn't like it at the time, but I see why it holds up for fans because it's just such a fun movie. It's so much fun. And he is jacked in that movie. He's so jacked. I, I really, I was shocked revisiting some old Nick Cage movies that I think he's hot. I do. If, if I'm sorry. Con- young Nick he's Cage. He's hot in Con Air and he is hot in The Rock. Both in of those- The Rock? He is like because in the rock he's like he's like nice and put together. It looks like he would have yeah. a business suit and take you out to Jay Alexander's or something. It'd be I, nice. Fair enough. I thought in a lot of the movies I watched, I'm like, am I into Nicolas Cage? Are we in love now? Maybe. I do somewhere in my house have a life size cutout of Nicolas Cage. Shut I, up, I do. Oh, I totally oh do. Uh, we oh had my it god. An, we had it for an Oscar party that we threw, and then I would hide it in closets for what Amanda would open. She'd just scream about <laughs> God. I love it. That's that's genius. Uh, <laughs> so pissed. Um, we have some pictures of it, like laying in our bathtub. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> "Can I go next?" Uh, yes. yes, please, please. I want okay. you to. Okay. Um, my number five is gone in sixty seconds. Oh, a classic. So yeah, it is a classic. it's my number five because I remember watching it from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. I know it was a good movie, but 
but I barely remember any of it because it's been so long. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I was just like, look, look, I know this was quality. I know this was quality. <laughs> so like, this is just me talking to myself. Like, I don't have anything to bring out to be like, yeah, this scene was badass or, or this particular line that he said is phenomenal. I don't have any of that. I just know. I just know that when I watched it, I was like, this is pretty good. I, that's why it's my number five. <laughs> if I, I can remember, remember, it would be higher. <laughs> that movie specifically, <clears throat> I think, is the reason I don't like the Fast and the Furious movies. Really? Ooh. Because okay. when they, they, they came that's out fair. around the same time, and the Nicolas Cage, Alina jo Angelina Jolie car chase like oh stunt God. movie... And, yeah. and then, like the next year, Fast and Furious came out with you know uh, Vin Diesel, Vin and, Diesel. Um, and um, uh, Paul Walker, and mm -hmm. I was like, eh, it's no Gone in sixty seconds. That's and fair. Then I just never watched any of those. <laughs> like, ah, you can keep it. I don't yep, want it. Yep. <clears throat> no, I totally approve of that. Actually, That's so fair. I. Uh, whether or not I haven't revisited it in a long time, whether or not it holds up, I don't know. But I had a, a hell of a fun time with it when it was in the theaters. That's I'm I am very happy to know that I am not the only one who struggles to remember it, but knows yeah, was, that it was quality. I was gonna say I can't tell you anything about it, but I also know I've seen it probably like on VHS or DVD or something mm -hmm. like that. And I was just like, this is really cool. Like as a kid and then mm -hmm. They yeah, gave all the cars like lady names and had to steal them because of something criminal. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Man, and that there was, was a good one movie. It was really special, but they couldn't have dings on them. But they had to get a team. It's like Ocean's Eleven with cars. Yeah. But yeah. Or Fast and Furious. This is hilarious. Doing it. Whoever uh, is going to be listening to us for this episode is going to be like, really, guys? Like, really? The fuck? No, they're going to totally agree. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. Are they? <laughs> Watch it be I, somebody's actual favorite. I know. Oh, I'm sure it's you know it's all right. It's all, that's what we do here. We love movies, so it's okay to love a movie. Yeah, I. My number five. I was flipping back and forth on my what my number five should be, and I landed on one that I basically just it's newer and I want people to go see because I think it's spectacular and it's called Color Out of Space. Okay. Have either of you seen what this? What a great title! No, okay. I haven't. Okay. So, that is a good title. I know it's well. It's an H.P. Lovecraft story. So oh, that's an cool. old. Yeah, it's an old H.P. Lovecraft story. But the premise basically is an asteroid crashes near this family's house. They become they interact with it, and then body horror, a plenty, takes over as it does different things to their consciousnesses and bodies and physical forms. So and this is the, a nope movie. This is <laughs> probably for you. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I I highly recommend it. It's very Cronenberg-esque, although it's not, you know, Cronenberg. But it is Nick Cage at some of his craziest. There is oh, fantastic, yeah. fantastic special effects, a lot of sci-fi, space mm. kind of body horror. And it's just psychedelic and weird and crazy and kind of everything you want from a, a modern day, you know, crazy Nicolas Cage movie. So if you're not going to have the reserved movie of like a pig and just mm. like, you know, his performance has down to earth, this is sort of the other end of the spectrum. And I okay. highly recommend it to people who are interested in seeing how far the man can take it. 
I'm I'm gonna have to I'm gonna put that on my list after like, that and Willie's Wonderland. I gotta watch those now. Oh man, me and you need to talk about that when we get done because I wanted to watch that one too. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, definitely. But I like that. I've never heard of that movie, so oh, yeah, you gotta I I definitely check it out, Courtney. Then let me know what you think. Mia, it would probably put you into shock and send you to the hospital. But <laughs> okay, so I don't want to die, so I'm not gonna see it. Yeah. But I will take you guys' word on it. But but Jay knows already. I I I come from horror and murder and gore, not oh, yeah. from literally, but like my, you're not like Dexter's baby, but like no, you, know, but you enjoy that. that type of thing. Yes, I do. I do. <laughs> um, oh, I guess it's my turn again. Yes, it's Courtney. It's time for your fourth. My number four, and this was this one moved around. This one was always going to make the list, but it moved around quite a bit on here. Uh, Raising Arizona. What is that? Oh, what? Oh, my, oh, my goodness. It's, well, this uh, is probably Coen Brothers. Or it's totally fine, but it's you've it's so good, man. It's <laughs> so good. Okay, okay, it's a Coen Brothers movie. It feels like uh -huh. a, a David O. Russell movie, honestly. Like in the vein of Brother, I think I feel like David O. Russell might have borrowed for Oh Brother Where Art Thou <laughs> from yeah. Raising Arizona, maybe a little bit, just in the style and everything. But um, it's Nicolas Cage, Holly Hunter. And uh, as and then John Goodman is in it as well as one it's like a supporting role and oh tons and of doing really great his damnedest oh he he's was so great. he's he, I mean they're obviously Holly Hunter and Nicolas Cage are the stars but John Goodman also like knocked yeah. it out of the park as the character that he played um, it just it, it it feels it definitely suspends your your reality for a while where it's like well, is yeah. this fantasy is that's the whole point of it too and it meant it was meant to be like. Uh, the Coen Brothers meant for it to be like the most un-Coen Brothers movie at that point right. for them, mm. and that's why, and that's what we got from *Raising Arizona*. Um, again, I think this is where my love for Nicolas Cage came in because he was super hot in that movie. I think that's problematic on my end. <laughs> the mustache and the mullet. Not those piercing blue eyes. Piercing, piercing blue eyes, and he can Truly. sustain a lot of injuries. So. <laughs> That's not like a quality that I need in a man, but I'm like, well, he's tough. So that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Raising baby, Arizona. Yes. Yeah. The babies okay. were super cute. Uh, all of the babies in it. Um, just mm -hmm. the, it was really like, it was kind of a screwball comedy, very like weird and stuff, but also had a lot of heart to it. And I was like, yeah. I think that's maybe why it stood out so much is that it was like, there's a lot of like, it was very genuine yeah. <laughs> amongst the silliness. Aww. So I it's love it. It's one of those it, like acting, cinematography, writing, directing. It just kind of nails it on all cylinders. Is uh, yes. like a near perfect movie. It's, I it's, agree. It's real good. Um, Jay, what was your number five? Uh, my number five was Color Out of Space. Okay. Does it have a U in it? No. Is not it one British? Of them weird British. Well, I'm not not British on the color out of space. <laughs> Well, the oh, rain and pain falls mainly in the space. Is that your uh, Michael, Mike, you know. Michael, Michael why, we get, why we get up, Master White? <laughs> so, I can beat, why, so I can beat up them old junkies in the, in the alleyways and my old Michael Caine badass movie. Don't worry, comment the frog. I don't know. <laughs> it's just Carol. <laughs> don't worry, dear um, Carol the frog. What's your name again? Is that top spinning? Come on, baby. Oh my God. I love it. 
Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm I'm going to do my numero. What's your number four, Mia? <laughs> What's your number Michael Kai? <laughs> my number four has actually already been listed. And Ooh. my number four is Conair. Yeah. That one. So surprisingly enough, even though <coughs> Nick Cage did well, at least in my mind, in that movie, um, at the very least, like I said earlier, he was endearing. It was actually um, the first time I ever came across Danny Trejo, and I was like, whoa, what a face. And then um, it was the first time that I realized that Steve Buscemi had range and yeah. terrified me. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. so, Buscemi, everybody in that movie, like Malkovich is super scary. Oh, and he's Buscemi, But he's an angry scary, a loud yeah. scary. Buscemi uh, is like... Him sitting with that little girl, and you're like, did she? Oof. Or like, it honestly, it ruins, like, not ruins, but it, like, for, like, ten minutes of that movie, I'm like, yeah, this is cool, but did that little girl make it? Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I think, and like I still the, think about it. There's no closure. No. <laughs> no, 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 there is. There is. There is. There's closure, because he leaves, and then the plane flies off, and she runs out into the field and is waving at them as they leave. So he leaves oh, her alive. She's totally, she's totally fine, because Steve Buscemi is a psychopath, but not mean to kids. I mean, that's fair That enough. has been messing with me for years. I apparently I'm, missed that when I was younger, and I no, watched no, it. No, no, like, that, <laughs> that little girl's totally okay. Uh, they may edit it out and, like played for TV movies. Right. I honestly think it's the continuation of Steve Buscemi's character from Billy Madison. I think that's where he eventually ends up. Is in Conair. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Like, oh, it makes sense. Now you're like, but now you're like, wait, the Steve Buscemi, oh, he wasn't Billy Madison. He was like rubbing lipstick all over his face and shooting yeah, people yeah, with sniper yeah. rifles. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Oh, yeah, it does make sense. Oh, oh, that's hilarious. I love it. I love that you both had that on there. Um, yeah. My uh, number yeah. four would have been Con Air if it wasn't the movie that I'm about to say. Oh. Because, because for me, in the 90s, growing up, there were like three Nicolas Cage movies. There was The Rock, there was Con Air, and there was my number four, which is motherfucking Face Off. Oh, nice. Nice. Face Off. Oh, yeah. Face Off is basically like if John Woo hit you with a balloon full of cocaine. Like it is the craziest and best action movie that may have ever been made ever in defiance <laughs> of God himself, John Travolta and Nicolas Cage switch faces. <laughs> and we all went with it. Yeah. And I will continue so to go with it. Forever. I mean, the movie starts. This is a movie that we all watched in theaters, and it uh -huh. starts with Nicolas Cage shooting an eight-year-old through John Travolta's chest. Yep. And that's before the credits start. It's <laughs> amazing. It yeah. is like an acid trip on film. And it's so good. I just I love everything about it. The magnetic boots in the in the plane. I love the performances between the two and how mm -hmm. crazy they both get. Mm -hmm. It is, it's just, it's a 10 out of 10 on a cage scale. Like it's not my favorite. Cause I think there are movies that are better, but man, <laughs> I, of those nineties movies, he is, it's, it's it. That's the top one for me. I love it. I love face off so much. Can just I just say, even as a child, when I watched it, I thought to myself, their faces aren't even alike. 
Even as a child. I'm like, man, John Travolta's like this. And Nicolas Cage is like this. And I was like, what's happening to their skulls? This is not... No. (laughs) Five five minutes after that happens, you're like, no, doesn't matter. Yeah, daddy's got a brand new bag, goddammit. You're just just with it. You're just there. And it's so good. You just accept it. You just accept it. Definitely. And then he's got those crazy ass like guns and he could eat a peach for hours or some such nonsense. Oh it's God. just oh, it's, yeah. it's over the top. Scene. It's over the top in every way. It's got a thousand doves and, and it ends with a motorboat chase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. Ridiculous. Yes, a thousand times, yes. Yes. <laughs> it um so it, it that's was my good. that's my number four. It was good enough to get a roller coaster at Kings Island in Cincinnati, Ohio, because um, yeah. Kings Island, uh, whoever owns them, they only got rights to Paramount movies, and so like um, it was like that, and like Tomb Raider and stuff like got rides. I remember because I'm from Ohio, Amazing. so and my yeah. I have aunt, I have cousins and stuff that live in live real close to to Kings Island. So yeah, there was a face off roller coaster that was pretty cool. It was like a dual roller coaster. It was pretty cool. From my memory, if my memory serves me, um, someone's going to probably got renamed. At, they like rechanged it after it was called Dueling Dragons. Right, um, right, the, yeah. In the movie from the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh shit! It's my turn now. My number it three. Um. I this one also was like non-negotiable, going to be on my list regardless, and mm. that is uh, the classic Wild at Heart. <sighs> I almost had Wild at Heart. That was uh, actually on my list in two different versions. I love that. Yeah, yeah. David Lynch. Uh, David Lynch, Laura Dern, Nicolas Cage. Like the movie starts with a giant shootout. And that's not even the wildest Nicolas Cage movie ever out there. But it was fucking wild. And then just, um, it's just so funny. Like, I, I mean, the dialogue is interesting to me because it was very much like them I felt like breaking the fourth wall and describing like, I'm doing this because this is what we're doing. And I'm like, right. this is like terrible, but also amazing. <laughs> and man, I'll tell you, Willem Dafoe's death in yes. that movie might be one of my favorite on screen. Da- David Lynch has a thing for head trauma. And mm-hmm. man, if he doesn't, if he doesn't, uh, uh, Mia, if you haven't seen it, nope. Willem Dafoe basically <laughs> accidentally shoots himself in the head with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just insane. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. It's so good. Um, oh, my God. And that was, that was <laughs> yeah. like, it came out like maybe right before Twin Peaks came out. So it was like David mm-hmm. Lynch was still like not, he was obviously known amongst the film community, but like it wasn't like his big, big breakthrough yet, I don't think. Same. And, I don't, you know. Yeah. But like obviously no Laura way. Dern and uh, Laura Dern and uh, Nicolas Cage were obviously famous, I believe at that point already. But it was just so it was just so good, and just David Lynch is weird, Nicolas Cage is weird, and the two together was a beautiful weird <laughs> for me. Like it was just weird and fun, yeah. and also again had still had some heart to it. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I remember that movie because I went through. Um... I went through a span where I just would watch all through the David Lynch movies. I was oh, upset who have? Yeah, right, right. As you do, as you do. Um, but Wild at Heart was at the end of that list. You know, I went through yeah. kind of the more known ones up front. And I got to Wild at Heart. I was like, man, I should have watched this a long time ago. This is so fun. And it's it like so it's fun. easy to it, it's 
easier to follow than like a Mulholland Drive or a Lost Highway. So mm-hmm. it's more accessible in that. But it's just I agree. A people acting in this very, very off center world. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's it's very good. It was very good. <clears throat> yeah. I yeah, I would say definitely definitely more like, yeah, like accessible than some of his other work. Um, but yeah, Mia, you gotta watch it. I think okay. he would really like it. I um also my photographer friend from Nashville who now lives in Texas, we did a, a Laura Dern and Wild at Heart-esque photo shoot together because we both oh, really? love that movie. So when I oh. first went blonde, we I crimped my hair, did like the red nails all that. so i i've posted some of those photos i don't think i've posted all of them but that was like a little while ago so i i love when, that movie when this episode airs you should post it to instagram i should oh yes yeah, I, I, anytime you show off hot pictures of me I should. Of course. please bless us yes. yeah yeah you're free to do that too i tried oh, to yes, share hot pictures of myself well. but we kept getting banned yeah um. yeah I was like, here's Jay, some hot pictures going. Like, and internet was like, no, 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 no. Well, I was like, I'm wearing my like, I'm wearing my like tiger shirt and everything for Nicolas Cage Day. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Are you uh, gonna do? All right, Mia, Mia, your number three. Uh, um, please don't make fun of me for my number three. I won't. Promise. But um, my number three is Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. I was gonna say I'm not gonna make fun of you, but I had no. to pull it back because I almost. So yeah, tell us where did where? Okay, what's why? your connection to the movie and why? Yeah. Um, oh, well, one, I love magic, and two, I love no, science, right. and three, I love music, and four, I love tech, and that movie puts it all together. Um, <laughs> and then and not for nothing, on... Jay Baruchel is a funny guy. Oh, he's um, so funny. He is. He's on TikTok. His wife is hot as shit. Um, really? Oh my god, I was not ready, and no. and like he was pretty close to being on the husband line for a little bit, but now I'm like, you know what? You don't need me. You can have her. She's great. <laughs> um, and he's actually super introverted, and his wife is the extrovert. Really? So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty great. I've seen that. I've seen interviews with him, and he actually seems to. And I think he's even said that he's, he's like, I get a lot of social anxiety, and I don't mm-hmm. like doing that sort of stuff. So I, I have enjoyed him in most things. Even his um. Did you guys watch his movie Goon with Sean William Scott? No. no. The, okay, this is a very under the radar movie, but it's Jay Baruchel wrote and directed it, okay. and it's uh. It stars Sean William Scott from American Pie, Stifler yep. from American Pie. Yep. And yeah. he is like a dumb hockey player with a heart of gold. And cool. he is just this like bruiser. And Jay Burchill has like a side role in the movie. And it's surprisingly very good. It's like you wouldn't everything about it. You're like, I probably this isn't for me. But every time I watch it, I'm like, this is just really good. <laughs> it's a really good movie. So th- big thumbs up. Uh, not I, on this okay. list anywhere. Nicholas Cage is anywhere near that movie. Right. I will no. say one more one more Jay um, uh, thing that I love. I've been watching Man Seeking Woman and it's such a good TV show. It's so good. Is he? I it? love it. Yeah, he, it's, it's um his show. It's, it's his project. Yeah, he's yeah. It's him and uh, Simon Rich, who was the uh, mm-hmm. SNL writer for some time, and yeah. he wrote during like the Andy Samberg, Maya Rudolph, all those people. It's like, so the, wacky. One of the best. Yeah, it's so wacky, and I just like, I I love it. Like that's 
a hundred percent up my alley of like what I think is like just a fun comedy. And I'm like, I would not have expected it. But anyway, this is not his list. We can do his it's list not. at some point. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, no, I just if you put those things together and then you slap on a Nicolas Cage that doesn't match any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you would expect when you hear those things that this is about to be a really fun Nick Cage where he is like mm-hmm. free to be whimsy and you know just those no he's angry yeah. and he's bitter and he's just jaded and what a great juxtaposition for me <laughs> I enjoyed yeah. that I was like oh 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 this is nice oh you're an asshole and I love it that yes I I remember that movie taking weird turns. I, I I went into it not knowing anything about it outside of like, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to try and recreate the mop scene somehow. Yeah. But yeah. then I got into it like the first five minutes is like, and Merlin trained Nicolas Cage. I was like, and what are we doing? Okay, let's yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Merlin? Okay. And Alfred Molina's the bad guy? Fuck yeah, let's do this. Yes. Alfred Molina is not properly used as a bad guy very often, minus Spider-Man 2. We've already had this discussion. You already changed yeah. my mind. I'm with you. Um, but he needs... I I would love to see him more yeah. in bad guy roles. Like, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Please. I agree. So, but yeah, Jade, Jaded Nick Cage in a in a fun Disney movie? <laughs> Sign me up every time. Yeah. And it's way better than The Vampire's Apprentice. Or whatever that stupid movie was. Oh, Does anybody what? remember that? No. There was a movie and it's um oh it's John no, C. Riley. Oh it's like John oh, C. Riley yes, and it I was remember. a YA novel. It was called The Vampire's Apprentice or something like that. And it came out around the same time. And Selma was, Hayek was in that one. Yeah. Uh, is Nor <laughs> is Nor so good. Yeah. Nor so yep. good. Mm-hmm. Not no. I um, mean, when I watched it, I liked it at the time because I didn't know what quality was. Um, but also, <laughs> just as a general rule, John C. Riley. I mean, we're talking about other actors while we're talking about Nicolas Cage, but it must be said that John C. Riley is underappreciated and I undervalued. Agree. He's a great. He's a wonder. He is a wonder. Yeah, he is a wonder, and in, in, in he is great, and and he can do serious, yeah. and he can do funny, and I can believe it's him saying, in everything. Yes, I mean, he can. Dewey Cox is one of my favorite movies ever. We ever talked made. about that on Facebook not too long ago. That's we did. So I, I can't get oh. over how people just don't, who don't like that movie. I don't like you. I'm sorry. <laughs> fundamentally, that's Hard just like, stance. If, I mean, it's like fundamentally just like, I don't know Dewey, if we Dewey. have the same Christian values. <laughs> <laughs> I support that. I support that. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh. Okay. Speaking of Sorry. Christian values, uh, <laughs> my number, my number three, my number three is, fr- I okay, it's Mandy. Okay. Have have either of you seen Mandy? No, that's newer, right? It is. It came out about two or three years ago, and it is pr- probably the height of Nicolas Cage craziness. Okay. Um, and like, here is a literal scene that happens in the movie: is Nicholas Cage spends five minutes screaming his heart out in a bathroom in his underwear, rips a huge line of bloody cocaine, and then has a <laughs> chainsaw fight with a Nazi biker. Shut the! <laughs> up. That sounds amazing. Yeah, 
And it is. Oh and the God. whole thing is like this, this art, like this color explosion. It is, it is, it's, it's amazing. Basically the it's premise literally is three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. very recent, but Nicholas mm-hmm. Cage, it, the first like 20 minutes of the movie are just him and his girlfriend in the movie having a quiet life in the woods. And then <laughs> a satanic biker gang comes in kills her and then the rest of the movie is him going ape shit in a cocaine fueled frenzy to murder them all i love it's it amazing. i gotta see that it's now a, i it's it's a, it's an experience that i just you can't describe it until you see it it's it's just a yeah. fantastic film that's like a lot and, of his movies honestly <laughs> yeah peak it's peak cage like it's just peak yeah. cage Okay. Right. okay. I so, think it's on Netflix. I'm pretty three. sure. So you I can check that is. out. I could. Yeah, I, I, I definitely feel like, wherever you can stream it, stream it. Because I feel okay. like it was at the Bell Court at our local like indie theater <clears throat> for a little bit, and then uh, um, I think I've seen it streaming somewhere. Not to like plug every streaming service ever, but just like so, so our <laughs> listeners can go watch some of these great movies we're talking about. Truly. Yeah, um, and uh, it's streaming. I know it's streaming on Shutter. So if you Shutter, oh. Or AMC Plus that has Shutter with it, um, you can okay. stream it on that. And I think Redbox, you can stream it and rent it from there. But it's nice. good. I like it a lot. It's my number three. Highly recommend. Go nice, watch it. Nice, nice, nice. Get weirded out by it. I am stoked. I have a list now of more Nicolas Cage movies I got to watch. I'm so I'm so excited. Genuinely. <laughs> um, excuse. Sorry. Oh my All god. Right, <laughs> sorry. I'll take man. What that was so totally Joey. I didn't mean. <laughs> I didn't expect I forgot for a minute that I was like recording it uh, with people. My brain sometimes you know is just what? recording. That's the best ad for this show. It's like we are having so much fun that we just forgot the recording. Yeah, so I just um I I guess it's a good segue for my number two because it's big. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect isn't that perfect. good I want it to be so good <laughs> once I calm down I can explain why <laughs> that was um, <laughs> um, uh, please don't die Jay please sorry. don't die <laughs> so oh man I found um, fun oh um <laughs> yes, it's that good that it made my number two. And I, I just, again, it, it took me through all the range of them um, without giving anything away. It get, put, took me through every range of emotion that I could, that I would want in a, in an hour and a half long movie. And it was just, mm-hmm. it, it, oh, it was just so good. And like, it was just beautifully shot. I, I thought, yeah, like you mentioned the camera work earlier um, from the trailer. It was, it was beautiful beautifully shot the story was very touching it was like again subverts expectations and um has a lot of classic elements of like other Nicolas cage movies that i'm just like oh this totally feels like this movie or this and that like just i feel like i don't know if that was intentional or not but felt like it paid a lot of homage to some other stuff he's done in the past and i just was so charmed by it and the cast is great He's like the biggest name in that movie, from my understanding. Everyone else in it is like either up and coming or just like not as famous as he is, I guess. But like okay. I, they were all great; they were all so good. So well, yeah, without I'm so I'm so happy. Like I remember when Joe came out, and I was really mm-hmm. impressed by it. I was like, all right, yeah. well, when he really 
sets his mind to it, mm-hmm. he can be a really great actor again. And I love seeing that. I love seeing like Crazy Cage for me is super fun. I enjoy how big he can go because mm-hmm. it's a skill all in its own in a weird way. Yeah. But it is nice to be reminded every now and then. It's like, he's a really damn good actor, too. He is. And, yeah. and I like that. I like being reminded of that every now and then. So I'm glad. I'm glad it's good. Yeah. I can't wait for you both to see it. Um, Jay, I know the bell court's not that far from you. So you yeah. should drive I, yeah, through the experience. I'm going to try and make it. Or I may just see if I can stream it somewhere. I'm going to get it. I can get a hold of it somewhere. I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, you got to. You got It's so good. But yeah, that's my number two. Thanks okay. for sitting through my belch. <laughs> so, so um, my number two has also already been listed, and Ooh. my number two is Face Off. Oh yeah, yes. I have seen that movie so many times. I right? love it, and and yet still, I forgot the peach scene, which is like, how did I forget that? That's like, it's the worst. <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe that's why because it's it just the gives me the worst. <laughs> it's well, and that's that's the thing. And and I know that. Okay, and we we talked about Black Widow like way earlier in like at the, in the intro. And mm-hmm. honestly, I'm gonna compliment that movie and then connect it to this. One okay. of the yes. things I do think that movie did well was, um, I think Ray Weiss or whoever the bad guy was, he did a really good job of being a lecherous creep. Mm-hmm. And it's uncomfortable to watch him be a lecherous creep. And it's not like, oh, I'm happy that I got, you know, that, that was on screen. But it is nice to see someone commit to being a bad guy. Like, we don't yes. get that a lot nowadays. It's people being like, oh, well, I'm doing what I think is right. Or I, you know, I'm a bad guy, but I have a family and I'm supporting them. Or like, it's just nice to see someone who's like, <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> And that's exactly what Nicolas Cage <laughs> is at the beginning of that movie. He yeah, is yeah. just the biggest Disgusting. And like and the scene like he's dressed as a like a priest and he's doing like head banging and uh-huh. it it's it, it's thing. immaculate. It's immaculate. Yeah. It's immaculate how disgusting it is. Yes. yes. Yeah. But I, I love form. it. I love that he goes there. So then later when he's like being the Don Travolta character, you're like, there is a huge difference between this oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah Th- that movie was a pretty good testament of both actors range mm-hmm. and how well they work together like how well they fed yeah. off of each other because mm-hmm. that so a lot of times you'll come across an actor they're doing great right. but but it doesn't feel like the actors around them are they're not feeding off of each other there's no no, no. connection no Right, uh, wavelengths. They're not on the same wavelength yeah. when they're acting yeah. together, and that and it you can tell, and it's it makes the movie a little more uncomfortable to watch because you're just like, man, if they could just, yeah. I don't know, join mental forces, create a telepathic link, we all enjoy this movie more. Yeah, and the two of them <laughs> apparently had that. Yeah. So that was great. No, I I, I, I agree, it. and it's. It's such a fun little weird, and again, I know it's silly, and all the Freaky Fridays and them do the the same type mm-hmm. of thing, but the idea of, all right, so I'm this character, but now I have to be this other character who is pretending to be the first character. So mm-hmm. me as an actor am going through like four 
Like I'm an actor being this character who is now this character pretending to be another character, not doing it as well as I did it in the first part of the movie. It's just cool. It's fun. It's neat. And it, John Woo really just came onto the scene hard. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was great. So I'm, oh, I'm so happy. It's so high on your list. Can now. I, can I just say that uh, you, what you said was the equivalent of, I'm the dude dressed as a dude disguised as another dude. Another dude. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what that I'm not always like funny, but so every good. now and again. That was good. You're always <laughs> great. Yeah. Okay, uh, give us your number two. Well, my number two has also already been mentioned. Ooh. My number two is Raising Arizona. Oh. Um, Yay! So Yay. I'm gonna echo everything Courtney said because Courtney, you nailed it. Like it is exactly, it's high on my list for all of those reasons. I love the Coen Brothers. I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of theirs. Q and I had an episode about you know the Coen Brothers a while back, so you can hear me gush for almost an hour about them. Um, Raising Arizona takes what the Coen Brothers do well, which is zany, like not feuds, but like zany's predicaments and then mm-hmm. the outcomes of those predicaments. And Mia, if you have, since you haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. the general premise is Nicholas Cage plays a repeat offender. He's getting arrested like every, you know, eight months and sending back, getting sent back to jail. And Holly Hunter is the police officer who takes the pictures of the incoming criminals. They fall mm-hmm. in love and get married. Oh my God. And, they're not able to have kids and mm. they hear about a millionaire couple in town who has like septuplets. So they're like, they have seven babies. They're not going to miss one of them. And they <laughs> steal one of the babies. And the rest of the movie is the comedic fallout of that action. Um, yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. It's a caper and it's silly, but there's an entire scene where Nicolas Cage is like fleeing from an assassin while trying to pick up diapers. And there's mm-hmm. like all yes. great like tracking shots. And it's, it's, it's funny, but it's everything that you want, like out of a Coen brothers movie as well. Mm-hmm. And it really mm-hmm. just did. They figured out a way to use Nick Cage's manic energy where it mm-hmm. didn't feel out of place at all within the movie, which is, impressive and he did just he knew exactly what the character needed to be and everybody around them was firing on the same cylinder and again we mentioned john goodman he is someone who escapes from prison and is now trailing nicholas cage because he thinks he has the hookup to money or something yeah it's just Mm. it's just it's great and it is it's I mentioned it earlier. It's just kind of everything firing on all cylinders and it's a near mm-hmm. masterpiece. So that's why yeah. my number two. Even just the way John Goodman and I'm forgetting the other actor's name, how they f- escape from prison yeah. is amazing. John <laughs> Goodman screams it. for like four minutes straight. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. It's so good. Oh, I love that's your number two. Oh man. It is. It, it was number one for a bit. I'll be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Sean Mc Sam McMurray. Oh, okay. Is the other, is the other guy. Cool. He plays Glenn, the other uh ex con. Hmm. All right. Nice. Courtney, we need your number oh, one. This is it. The big daddy. This is it. This is my number one. And this is the cage. This is the uh this is purely just um 
just this is my list and this is how I feel as we know and uh I have so many reasons why this is my number one whether or not it's worth I'll just say it I'll just get okay and we'll deal with the aftermath later national Let's treasure do we have a three-way do we have a three-way we don't i wish no we don't no we don't i'm sorry i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry it's not my number one i'm sorry i wish what could possibly be number one no i will get i'll get to it I'll get to it. You talk about National Treasure first because that was a fun movie, and I like <sighs> I like that one so much better than Da Vinci Code. Yeah, thank so you. So much better. We, talk about and they're basically the same movie. Again, talk I love about Tom Hanks. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, versus yeah, but oh my god, that movie National Treasure. Like I remember seeing it in theaters. I was twelve years old, and it was the coolest <laughs> movie I'd ever seen at that time. Oh and it just like, just like the history. I I was really into history at the time as a kid too. So like history and the action and like the little romance. I thought the character Riley was really great. I just um, it was funny. It was just like Nicolas Cage was the coolest guy at in mm-hmm. amongst my friends at youth group for so long because of that movie. <laughs> And it well, was and just, I, I forget the actor. I forget the actor's name who plays his funny sidekick, but he just oh, right. nails the, the funny. The, yeah, yeah. I remember the his funny name, sidekick he, role. Uh, he kills he's it. been in a lot of stuff too. A lot of other stuff too. I feel like, and then with Diane, in, um, that drinking movie. I think he. I think I know what you're talking about, and I do think he was. He's he was. He a, was like kind a, of a bro. Oh, Hangover. He was in yeah. the Hangover. Hangover. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, that was. And, yes. And then Diane Kruger. Although I think I feel like mm-hmm. is she crazy? I don't know. It, was she a sex cult I liked lady? Her. No, that I liked her in that. No, 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 no. That was Allison Mack. Um, okay, gotcha. I thought the, Diane. She was in the Bridge. Nixon. And that was really good. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what I was getting confused with. But yeah, mm-hmm. the National Treasure just checked all the boxes of a fun. Just a fun movie, and then I remember I rewatching Con Air. I saw Jerry Bruckheimer produce that along with producing National Treasure, and I believe he also did the Pirates movie. So he was really in the pocket of Disney for like a hot minute. Yeah, um, and they were all just like really fun movies. And I have rewatched National Treasure multiple times as an adult, and I still fucking love it. It's still so great. It there is a testament. It there is there is something to be said about. A movie that gets me interested in American history. I love, <laughs> I love history. Okay. I love world history. I love mm-hmm. exploring all of that stuff. Love it. I can't stand American history. I think <laughs> it is fair. so boring. <laughs> and just, it just, it doesn't interest me at all. And at all. Not once has it ever interested me. But that movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, you mean, you mean there's, there's a, there's a little search thing that I can do. You mean there's, there's, secrets? A, there's a treasure hunt I there's can do? Secrets. Ah, well, I like that. I think, I like you that. know, deep down, we all love treasure hunts. And yes. one of the things that, that National <laughs> Treasure did really well was we get a lot of action movies and we get a lot of like whatever explosion movies. But mm-hmm. that one really fit the bill of an adventure movie. And we hadn't yes. truly had a good adventure since like the Indiana Jones days. So mm-hmm. like, yes. just like the puzzle adventure movie, it filled that gap really, really well. I um, agree. And so, and and again, we all love, we all love games and heists and things yeah. like that. So yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. I'm so glad that that's your number so that, one, Mia. So that's our, yeah, 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 yeah. We're vibing. We're vibing. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jay. Oh, don't yeah. die. No, 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 no. So my number one is, uh, is actually, Courtney was one of your honorable mentions. My number oh, one is, is adaptation. I knew it. I, I knew I, it. I felt it. I felt that. I feel it. I, I'm an I'm an addict for Charlie Kaufman stuff. I read yeah. his book Ant Kind last year and was obsessed with it. And like being John Malkovich is just one of like the tentpole movies that oh, I'll go back so to. I love I, I love too. how he writes. I love the stories that he tells. And there is something. And I love um, meta things. I love things that diagnose and examine the thing itself, and then therefore mm. either acknowledge it or make a joke about it. And adaptation is the best of all of that kind of wrapped into a film because Nicolas Cage, the movie essentially was um, Charlie Kaufman got asked to adapt the movie, The Orchid Thief, uh, into a movie. And okay. he couldn't do it because The Orchid Thief is like 90% like botany. It's just someone who loved flowers and kind of made this little story about it. And so he came into writer's block and essentially wrote a movie about himself trying to adapt a book that couldn't be adapted into a movie. And that's what the movie adaptation is about. Nicholas Cage mm -hmm. plays Charlie Kaufman trying to adapt the orchid thief. And then mm -hmm. Charlie Char Nicholas Cage also plays Charlie Kaufman's twin brother who is trying to help him write the Orchid Thief adaptation. In real life, Charlie Kaufman does not have a brother. So it's yeah. already fictionalized. And essentially, the whole movie is, I'm not going to adapt this into a big Hollywood movie because that's just going to involve like car chases and explosions and people dying and it's all just going to be stupid. I want to make a movie about the love of orchids. And then the movie adaptation turns into a movie with shootouts and people dying and it adventures. And it's just, and, and Nicholas Cage is <clears throat> so good in it. Like everything about it is just like a film of the highest degree. And I, mm -hmm. I recommend it to everybody that I tell when I'm saying it's like Nicholas Cage is a good actor. And they're like, ah, no, he's just crazy. I always just like go watch adaptation and then come back yeah. and talk to me. I'd so agree with that. that that's why it's my number one. Um, it, it jumped around, you know, it was raising Arizona at one point, but adaptation was always really high because mm. it's just all the, it's got all the flavors I like in a movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. It's yeah. So good. Nice. Ooh. Okay. All right. So we shared let's... a handful. So me, we, we really did. Oh, we did, the yeah. master. Who, who do you think I am? I <laughs> um, so National Treasures, of course, number one. Yes. Yep. Because it be shares there. shares number one for two people. Oh, um, yeah. Without a doubt. <clears throat> I think, okay, so Raising Arizona was shared. It was number two for you, number four for her. Face Off was shared, number four for you. Number, number two for you. Two for me. <laughs> Sorry. I got so raising um, Arizona and face off need to be two and three in some. Order. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ra I would very much vibe for raising Arizona being two. I just it think should it's be. A better, I a agree. Yeah. Quality film than face off, but but damn it, face off is fantastic. 
No, I I fully agree with that, and I haven't even watched it. Just listening to you guys talk about it has convinced (laughs) me. Um, Con Air was your number five and my number four. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess what we have left, there is nothing else we share. I think Adaptation, because it was your number one, should be on the list. I agree. Yeah. And Courtney did have it as an honorable, honorable mention. mention. So, right, right. So it was kind of a half share. I yes. think it should be adaptation, then Con Air, personally. I'm I'm totally fine with that. I if you were to sit and watch starting with adaptation to see just the range and then mm-hmm. go into the rest of those movies, you're gonna have a good day. I think okay. so. So Mia, Mia, read that list back. How how, okay. how awesome is it? Um I think I think it's pretty awesome. Um, <clears throat> our top five Nicolas Cage films are at number five, Con Air, at number four, Adaptation, at number three, Face Off, at number two, Raising Arizona, and at number one, National Treasure. Woo! You know what? I think we're going to have some fun fun there. And anyone who, who mm-hmm. poo-poos on the National Treasure one, just look at Box Office, baby. Box yeah. Office. Yeah. yeah. They killed it. That movie it. was part part of our lives growing up. It was it was yeah. actually pretty pretty core there. Yeah. So all right. So I did bring a game for us. It's not going to take us very long, but I thought we might want to play it. I want to play a game. Oh, what a wonderful game it is too. Risk is part of the game. Well, how about a game of Parcheesi? Remember that favorite game of yours? Games worthy of his majesty. You really think you're the only one who can play this game? We will be perfect. In every aspect of the game. Let the games begin. The name of this game is called Cage Face. So we're all going to put our cage face on. And so what we're going to do is we're each going to read our quote, but we have to stick our face as in the famous Nicolas Cage meme from Vampire Skiss where he's like, Oh my god. And then the other of us have to try and guess which movie the Nicolas Cage quote is from. Oh, this is gonna be easy. So okay. I will I will go first to demonstrate so uh so you guys can see and I can make myself look stupid first. All right, here we go. I gotta I'll pull up my phone right here. Okay. How in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? Oh, Raising Arizona? No. No, damn it. Mia, do you have a guess? Uh, Zeus's butthole always just made me laugh. It's close. It's The Rock. Oh. That's a good one. Ah. There we go. All right. Courtney, you're up. You're going to get it instantly. I'm I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) One or two. National Treasure, one or two. Wait, is it it, uh, Bad Detective? Port of Call, New Orleans? Um, Pet Detective? (laughs) (laughs) Bad Detective. Okay, okay. I finally found mine. Okay. All right, Mia, um, your turn. Because I made sure to pick it from something that I didn't list. Oh, good. Okay. Yes. So okay, do ready? the cage face. What is the cage? Oh. 
You know the meme that he's like, <laughs> and you gotta do you gotta deliver the line like that. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> Beggars and mash, bubbles and squeak, smoked eel pie haggis. Oh yeah, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Uh is that is that vampire's kiss? It is not. Damn it. Courtney, what's your guess? Oh, um, was it the crudes? It was not. Oh, what was it? <laughs> National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was so excited when I found it the first time. I was like, this sounds like it belongs in Harry Potter, not not yeah. in this movie. <laughs> so it's like it's Season of the Witch. Was it Season of the Witch? <laughs> that would that would have been a, a better guess. <laughs> oh my goodness. I Ooh, oh, that was me. really fun. I'm That's really glad good. we played that game. This has been fantastic. I yeah. I can't wait till we get together again and record another <laughs> top five list. Um, until then, everybody listening, thank you so much for listening to another episode of High Five Colon, the podcast. You can find this show and every other nerddom you need over at project-nerd.com. Feel free to subscribe and share this with your friends and family if you haven't already done so. If you have already done a show, so go subscribe to the other shows that we have. Courtney's got a show called Murder, She Joked. Mia's got a show called Glamour Geeks. You guys should find them, subscribe to them, and watch them. And we will see you next time. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.
We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Parting your skeleton out of your body? <laughs> Maybe. See you next week. <laughs>